Hello and welcome to episode number nine of Fabulous and Female with Lisa Edgell. I'm Helen Corsi-Cadmore, an award-winning business, mindset and fertility coach and a mum to twin girls. And I'm Jane Mack, a visibility coach, best-selling author and mum to two boys. And our podcast is about having honest conversations with busy, ambitious females about growing your business to create financial freedom, having a better balanced life and avoiding burnout. If you enjoy this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. Hello and welcome to another fabulous episode of Fabulous and Female. And today I am delighted to be joined by a wonderful, fabulous female. So this is Lisa, Lisa Edgel, or as I know her more as Lisa Wisdom. So Lisa is the founder of Style with Wisdom, a styling and shopping service for both men and women who want to work on building their confidence through the way in which they dress. Lisa has worked within the fashion industry for more than 20 years, started in retail, then fashion buy-in to now running her own styling business, which she has grown over the last 10 years. So Lisa describes her business as more than just organizing your wardrobe and buying some new clothes. It's about building your personal confidence to take forward in your everyday life, whatever you do. So every morning, whoever you are, you have to get dressed. And so everyone should feel and enjoy that process, especially as it is the start of your day. It can totally impact how that day turns out. Lisa is also a mum to gorgeous children. And I have personally known Lisa for, when we were just chatting, over 20 years now when we went to uni together. It is scary. I know. So welcome, Lisa. Welcome, welcome. How are you Hello. Thank you so much for having me. This is really exciting. Oh, absolutely wonderful to have you with us. So obviously, I just talked a little bit about you and your business. Tell us though, Lisa, what inspired you to do what you do now? Well, I guess it's a long process, really, from when I started my career. But me personally, I feel really lucky to run a business and do a job every day in something that I absolutely love. The passion kind of never wavers because I know that you've got some history in retail as well, Helen, but it is an industry that is constantly changing I mean many years ago it was literally just the high street we had on offer to us but you look at the abundance of the way that we can actually shop now you know it's still the high street there's the big players the independents you can shop in your supermarket as well as doing your food (laughs) shopping you can shop online you can shop internationally and something I shout massive about is pre-loved so you can shop Mm. secondhand as well and whether that's in a charity shop or pre-loved online, or so many people do it through social media. So for me, it's something I've always loved and I've always worked in. But growing up in the industry and having so many friends outside of the industry, everyone just started sharing their stories of how much they hate shopping, Mm. they never know what to buy, they hate the changing room experience. And I think because it's something I love so much, I end up feeling really shocked by that. I'm like, how can you hate it? (laughs) You do, you absolutely do. I know. I'm like, how can you? It's it's so much fun. 
And that just, I started naturally helping some friends. So like if they had like a wedding to go to or some sort of event, it might be that they just didn't know what to wear or they'd just been through a big life change, like having a baby and they just wanted some support in Mm. knowing what to pick or simply having help in the fitting room as well. Because I think we all know the customer service. I mean, there's probably still a few stores that do offer a really valued customer service. But in my mind, that has completely gone downhill. I don't feel Mm -hmm. like there's care between the people that work in the stores and the people that shop in the stores and that's part of the frustration if you go into a change room you're not getting that one-on-one service anymore where you can get a size changed or a color change or the top to go with the bottom or the bottom to go with the top and that's where I just realized there's a massive gap and I saw there's a business opportunity here where I really want to inject the fun and and show people that you can go shopping and you can find outfits and you can get dressed in the morning and have real fun with it. And I'm kind of that support. So I did a shop literally just on Friday and it was part of the consultation form to get to know my clients ahead of us spending time together to make sure that time we physically have together is really valuable she was really honest she said it's been over three years obviously with covid thrown in since i've even stepped inside the shop she'd had two babies she's when i said about what size do you tend to wear because i always i say what size are you wearing as opposed to what size you are because that's a whole other hurdle you know you can be a different size in a different shop And she really was, Mm. you know, I can vary from a size 14 to 18 on my bottom and a 12 to 14 on my top. So I am there. Literally, I did more than my 10,000 steps that day (laughs) because you can just relax. (laughs) And I'm the one bombing backwards and forwards and doing all that hard work for you. I suppose that's where it just came from. I just saw this massive opportunity and I'm just so passionate about showing people that, you know, you can enjoy shopping. It's sad that sometimes you need that extra support because the stores aren't willing to give it. That's a massive missed opportunity on their part. But then I'm happy to grab that missed opportunity and enjoy doing what they don't have time to do. Brilliant. So just there, just explaining that. I could just see your passion, Lisa. You, you so love it. And it just comes across in, in, in what you say. And it's brilliant because you can then inject your passion and your energy into your clients, you know, and make them feel fabulous again. Yeah, your passion is, is fantastic. I thought I would just love to have you if I was in a change room running around doing all that stuff for me. But the only, I would say that one of the main things people always complain about is the mirrors in the changing rooms when you get about a 360 oh mirror going around, you think, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so many change. I know, they are so cruel. And again, they're yeah. not helping themselves. All the mirrors no. come from up above, which is just yeah. the worst place they can be. They need to be coming towards you. And, and I know a lot of people have a lot of frustrations around online shopping, but I try and turn the tables a bit and say, Actually, there's so many positives about online shopping because as long as you're confident and just order more than one size, that's always my biggest tip. Never order just Mm -hmm. one size because you're not in the shop, so you can't easily Mm -hmm. get another size. 
order two or three different sizes so you can compare at home. But that's the, the key thing. You're at home. You're in the comfort of your bedroom. You've got space. You've got a mirror that you're familiar with. But you've also yeah. got your wardrobe just there. So if you're trying on different jeans or different trousers or a different skirt, you've got everything there in your wardrobe to make sure you've got the right items to go with that purchase, which is sometimes yeah. the mistakes we do make when we go shopping. We're buying mm. things blind of what we already have. And then that's how we end up impulse buying. <laughs> you're putting your hand Absolutely. up. I just feel like so me. Like I'll buy this top and I'll go, oh, it's brilliant. So I go, I've got nothing to bloody wear it with. What, what am I doing? <laughs> oh, oh, terrible. Yeah, yeah absolutely me. But we're definitely all guilty of that one, Helen, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, and that's that's a big, you know, that always happens in the sale as well because you see the bargain before you know what it goes with. <laughs> but always think in your head, have I got at least three things that I can wear with this item? Because that's the only yeah. way you're going to get real wear and value out of it as well. And although, you know, I talk a lot about going to the shop, shopping online, shopping in the stores, the first place more now than ever, because I think everyone's really scared about the next few months that's coming up. Mm-hmm. We need to get into a better habit of shopping our wardrobes. It's like a huge mm. message that I try and tell my followers. And Without doubt, whenever I do wardrobe edits, pretty much every session, someone will suddenly say, oh, my God, I forgot I even had that. Um, (laughs) It's like in the depths of their wardrobe. If you had a a quid for every time someone said that, you'd be a millionaire, wouldn't you? (laughs) Oh, my God, I so would. Because we we triple, double layer our hangers. So you can't Mm. even see it's there. You just forgot that you got it. That's how you end up with duplicate purchases. So we've just got to start at the beginning. You could probably get away a whole season without buying new. And I honestly believe that if Mm. you just go back and shop your wardrobe and remind yourself of what you have. And that's when I come Mm. in as well, because obviously I look at people's wardrobes with a completely different eye. Mm. And that's when I can have fun getting creative because I'll pull together combinations that they would have never thought of before. So you can start getting excited about what you've already got before you've even bought new. And I think that's that's really key as we go into the next few months because people are going to really rethink their shopping habits and what they're spending yeah. their money on. Yeah. So let's get excited about what we've already got before we feel like we've got to layer on top of that. Oh, fantastic. Lisa, I can see me after this going through my wardrobe so I can in the next hour or so and pulling stuff out. There's nothing like a a bit of inspiration to get into your clothes and your wardrobes, isn't it? Um, I love it. You're so passionate about what you do and you love doing it. But along the way, what have been your main challenges that you've come up against? I mean, challenges are always there with, I think, whatever job that you do. And I feel like I've covered a lot of different angles now because I've worked with big corporate companies you know the safety of that knowing that I've got a regular income every month you know I've done my job as a single woman as a married woman and then as a mother and then I made the big leap to working for myself so I think the scariest thing is you are totally responsible for your income every month it's like all on you So that is a huge challenge, you know, to kind of see it as a valued business. And this is my income to support my family, to support myself and to support my future. 
But aside from that, which I think every, you know, everyone kind of sees the financial side of it as a constant huge challenge. You have to, to constantly target yourself to do better. Mm. It's the loneliness of working by yourself because yeah. I'm not a team. I think we can all resonate with that. I know. I think everyone really resonates with that. And I come from a buying background. So I was always part of a big team. We were two halves of a team. So it was buying and merchandising. They kind of held the purse strings and I did all the buy-in, which is clearly something I'm super skilled in, spending money. (laughs) And the designers. And at the start of every season, we'd have our lessons learned where it's everyone coming together with what we learned from the previous season and throwing ideas into the room about what we can do to take the department forward. And just everyone could get really creative with it. And I think it's really hard to come up with creative new ideas when it's just you all the time. Uh, I follow you religiously on Instagram and you are one of the most creative people that I know in what you do. On Instagram, you do so much and it's always fun. It's always seems very raw and honest. I just want to say it's really inspiring for me to watch you do what you do. Oh, that's that. I mean, that is lovely to hear because the whole social media, especially for my business, is a huge pressure. I mean, that in itself, Mm. I sometimes see as a challenge. It's like a full time job, isn't it? Yeah, 100 percent. (laughs) Absolutely. It's so full on. Historically, I would probably get about 90 percent of my business from social media, whether it was Instagram or Facebook. I am pleased to say that I think that number has changed because I get a lot of word of mouth as I've built Style with Wisdom and I've worked with more clients. I've also worked with a lot of retailers as well that have their kind of clientele base. I've managed to expand, you know, my reach through that and through word of mouth, which is fantastic. But yeah, the social media thing, I have to stay on top of it to constantly kind of hopefully find new clients and a lot of my clients will say to me I've been following you for a year now listening to your stories seeing what you do and I think I'm ready to do the wardrobe edit or do the shop or rethink my style because it's a huge personal thing letting someone into your bedroom into your wardrobe into your history because Helen like you said at the start when you introduced me what I do, it, I honestly believe it's more than just putting on clothes, finding new outfits or sorting through your wardrobe. You're, you're building someone's confidence up through their mm. style and what they're wearing to be a better, more confident person in what they want to go forward in. And that, that yeah. can be anything from CEO of a business yeah. or a mum negotiating with her toddler I, I honestly like look. We've been there. Yeah, yeah. You need in both, both sides. On. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, really I, I used to think, I, I know it, it's like your uniform. It is your armor. Mm. And I remember thinking that I thought the most challenging thing was doing a sign off with my trading director back when I was in buy-in. But that compares, I remember being at home with my babies, thinking what I would give to be in a sign-off with my trading director right now versus negotiating nap time or lunch time. 
so so constant it's and your your minis as you call them don't you your mini me's yeah I love the way you call them that by the way um, <laughs> you know they're a bit older now not too old and I'm sure you still have to negotiate but there's there's challenges there isn't there with them um, having your business and still having two small children at home yeah. so how do you balance that yeah, I mean, in a way, I didn't say them at the beginning, but they are definitely a cog in inspiring me to work for myself because I know that there are a lot of people that will tell us as women, as mothers, that we can have it all. And that is also something I'm really passionate about as well because I think we have to be really careful how we send that message to women because there is women at home going, I'm supposed to be able to do this all. I'm supposed to have my yeah. career. I'm supposed to be yeah. a top earner. But I'm supposed to be an amazing mother as well. And I'm supposed to be doing all the clubs. I'm supposed to be on the PTA. They can do it. I should be able to do it. Yeah. And I think we need a bit more honesty in that, mm-hmm. no, it, to do it all is, I believe, impossible. I was yeah. in that position where I was working in London. My company at the time I felt were being really reasonable they gave me my part-time hours which was brilliant tick those boxes but the people Mm. on my immediate team did not like the fact that I was only in three days a week all the meetings needed to happen on the two days that I Mm. wasn't there which was the start of the challenging times and then resulted in me having to do phoning calls on days that I wasn't paid to work while I was at home with my Mm. little ones to kind of make that possible and I think it was going through that period of time where I knew that I was happy with my family I wasn't going to extend it anymore and actually that was the right time to step away from it and get the balance between being a stay-at-home mum but also sort of still getting my imagination and my creative side going and earning for the household as well So it's not easy. I've done both. I've worked for a corporate company and I now work for myself. It's just resetting how I do that juggle. So I'll have moments where the kids are at home and then I think it's hard when you work for yourself and you're at home, you feel like you have to dip into the office and quickly catch up on Mm -hmm. stuff. I've had to get a lot stricter to be like, no, the kids are at home now. We -hmm. need to do something together. And then I save this for sort of try and set aside work times. I mean, it's never a nine till five job. I mean, what is now? But it's kind of always rethinking that balance. Yeah, Yeah. it's so hard, Lisa. I think with social media as well, a lot of people can portray how they've got it all. You can just do this and then do that and you can balance it and it'll all be great. But it doesn't work like that in reality, not at all. And, you know, I'm the same. My children are eight and 14 and I know they get, Oh, as I get older it does get a bit easier but it's just different challenges you have with them mm-hmm. so it's still the same thing when they get home from school they need you and it's do you juggle trying to do a bit of work and trying to be with them no sometimes you have to sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and it's it's finding that what works for you isn't it and it's finding yeah. the right balance of how it works for you and your family and your children and the needs that everybody's got so yes yeah, very very difficult one to do sometimes it goes great and sometimes it falls flat and its faces all goes terribly wrong (laughs) but you know what life happens doesn't it and we just have to get on and deal with it but what about for yourself Lisa what would you do for yourself for your own self-care to have your own me time what do you like to do yeah 
Well, I think, I mean, you're, you've hit the nail on the head there, Jane, when you say about that, because I think some days you are winning and some days you aren't and you have to take both. I think for me yeah. to try and keep that balance, if you're having a period of time where just things aren't going right for you, it's so important to have that self-care. And I know so many people are talking about it that much more. We always put ourselves way down the list. And I think when your little ones are really, really little, you almost have to accept a little bit that you are way down that list when they're really, really little because you have such tiny ones dependent on you. But I think as they become a little bit more independent or you can share the childcare with like in-laws or friends or your other half, it's really important to do the things that make you better. And for me, there's two major ones. One of them annoys the hell out of my husband. And that's, <laughs> I have to have a decluttered home. So much. Do you know what's funny? I actually said to James, my husband last night, I said, does this mess just not bother you? And he's like, nope. I'm sure there's like loads of husbands out there although you know it could be the other way around like I know Frankie Absolutely. I don't know if you're familiar with Frankie Bridge but yeah, I love yeah. her honesty in that she's like oh my god I could live in a pigsty but her husband <laughs> yeah. Wayne she said he's the one behind her yeah, picking her yeah. bras off the worktop <laughs> and kind of tidying up and doing her packing so I've got massive respect for them that's like the other way around yeah but everything has to have a home and when me and my husband clash over this he's like where's this I left it on the windowsill and I said you know I'm like well I know exactly where it is it's in this home put away because I also know having children if you leave anything out especially of value or something little they will normally find it pick it up play with it out of it break it yeah and just hide it somewhere amongst their mess but it's normally me the children my husband it will always be like mum or Lise where's this so Mm. it's like I need to know where it is to kind of you know let everyone know where they can find the thing that they're probably not searching for very well (laughs) just having an organized home and knowing where everything is a massive fog lift out of my mind for me which is great Mm. I can definitely be more productive it's like you wear the right outfit it makes Mm. you more productive organized home definitely more productive but then my other big thing is I love exercise yeah oh I forgot to mention that at the beginning your other little hustle as well oh yeah I have a bit of a side hustle I turned something that I love doing into you know just a little bit of an extra money earner and it works really well with Star with Wisdom but I don't know if you've heard of it I now work as an instructor for Bounce Fit Body which is mini trampolining oh I love it yeah how how do you not wee yourself I I will be honest you know I'm a mum of two my pelvic floor definitely isn't what it used to be but I'm not gonna let that stop me you know just stick in a liner and come and have fun and you know it might mean that I don't have my coffee in the morning but the whole thing about bounce and rebounding is actually because it's all core strength if you think you've got worries about your pelvic floor obviously if it's of a level where you feel like you've had to speak to your GP before, that's something you can mm. check with them. But actually rebounding trampolining helps it. It's mm. building up your core strength. 
And I absolutely love it. If I don't do my exercise, I just feel just slumpy. And again, that head fog comes and I really get adrenaline off the endorphins of exercising. I think we all try different things. I've done yoga, Pilates. I do running, which I enjoy as well. Loads of different aerobics classes. But Mm. bounce was something I just totally love because, I mean, I think really lucky with all the women that I do it with. Everyone is so supportive of one another and there's so many different levels. But the music, like actually, Helen, going back to our uni (laughs) days, it's it's just like all the old school music. You feel like you're clubbing. It's like, it's my oh. Saturday night now. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, do you do it in the morning, Lisa? What, when is good for you for exercise? Is it in the morning or the evenings? So for me personally, it has to be the morning because it helps mm. wake me up. It just yeah. kickstarts my day. So I'll either try and do the bounce classes that are first thing or sometimes I'll go and go for a run. I mean, I love summer runs when you get up and you run around the street and you feel like you're it's literally just you and any random animals about it's so lovely yeah yeah no, I know what you mean Lisa I love a morning run it's lovely especially when the sun's coming up and all you can hear is just mm. like the birds tweeting and I'm very lucky as I live by the sea so you run along you hear just the lapping of the waves mm. and it, the sun coming up and it's beautiful I absolutely love it it does take a wee bit sometimes to get yourself physically out of bed at that time but when you're out there it's fab it totally sets you up for the day it's lovely yeah I totally agree it's so hard to get up in the morning but what I tend to do to make it easier I don't know if you do this but I pre-get my running stuff out so it's in the bathroom get everything ready get my water bottle there so I literally I can roll out of bed into the bathroom get it on (laughs) and get out so you're not having to do anything extra and I think also there's that guilt if you've set it all up to (laughs) mentally go and do it yeah I feel too guilty if I haven't done it I'm like it's all there it's ready to go just do it yeah no I'm exactly same it's all in there ready to go definitely preparation is key (laughs) oh it so is so I didn't have the girls last night they're with my mother-in-law and I was like right I've got an early Tuesday morning for myself and I set my alarm and I was like, oh, I just don't think I'm going to go. I was so tired, terrible night's sleep. And then I was like, right, do you know what? I'm going to book this class. And if you book it within four hours, if you don't show, you get a strike against your name. So I was like, right, I'm just going to press book. And then I'm not having a strike against my name. So it made me actually get out of bed. And I'm, I loved it when you're there, you know, it's just, it's yeah. just getting you there, isn't it, sometimes? Yeah. So you've got your family, you've got your bounce now, your exercise, you know, you're doing really well. It's it's coming up to 10 years now, isn't it, with Style of Wisdom. So what direction are you heading in now? I just want to really keep growing it. Think with the job that I do, there's an element of repeat custom. But the idea is, is that if you do a wardrobe edit and then a personal shop with me, I'm all about empowering you to give you that confidence to understand what your future style is and how to have fun with fashion and how to dress. So I like to think my clients go and flourish and they can do that. So I'm always just trying to grow that clientele season on season and then to expand where a lot of my services are one on one. I'm looking at 
how many different opportunities I can really do online to reach customers that are further afield. So I have actually worked with clients based in Portugal and based in Dubai as well. They're normally people that have relocated out of the UK because I feel like it's my virtual business I really want to expand on now, which kind of became a bigger thing in lockdown. And then as we were all released, then I was able to do a lot more wardrobe edits and personal shopping in stores again. Released. Which is, yeah, released from our home, released, released from our prison with our families. Of cows into, <laughs> back into the fields. Into the real world. Yeah. But I do think there's huge opportunity there because I think with my industry, If someone's looking for someone to reset their style, they'll probably look at various different stylists. And I think the person that they land on is the person that they resonate most. And I try and get my head around the fact that, you know, if someone doesn't choose me and chooses someone over me, then that's completely fine because they've connected with someone different. I think with my business, it's about people connecting with you because we all do a similar job. It's just Mm. how we approach it and what our personality is with what we do and how we make people feel and if there's people further afield that I can't see one-to-one I still want to be able to offer them my help and my guidance on a virtual basis so growing my virtual business is a huge opportunity whether it's I do online trend presentations I do mini lookbooks I always say when I send my lookbooks out it's not about looking at all these outfits and buying them all new It's about looking Mm. at these outfits. And again, I go back to then go and shop your wardrobe because you might suddenly look at the combinations I've put together and be like, oh, well, I've got a jacket similar to that and I've got a top similar to that or a skirt, but I'd never thought of putting them together. So it's not about always buying new. It's just giving people that direct inspiration and that can be online if I can't be with them one-to-one. But also I'm always trying to think of what the new opportunities are. And because I've had experience in buying and always thinking about different clients and then the personal style inside of my business as well, can I start sharing my skill set with other people, whether it be men or women that want to go down the styling route? So that's something that I'm looking at as well and I think that's a great thing when it's your own business nothing's impossible you can try whatever you want to try some things work and some things don't so Mm -hmm. I just want to try and get quite imaginative and creative in what the new things are that I can do fantastic I love it Lisa so much out there there's so many opportunities isn't there and so many avenues you can go down and obviously you're quite creative in that way anyway so it'd be great to see just what comes from it all what would you say Lisa is the one tip you would give somebody who's just starting out in the entrepreneurial world I think so many people would say this but just don't doubt yourself if you've got an idea I would definitely say begin acting on it because you, you know you can make these decisions really far down the line and, and naturally think, why didn't I do this sooner? I think there's always that fear and that self-doubt, especially when you work for yourself. You never know your true value. Um, and you also never think it's possible. It, it, you hear it so much, the imposter syndrome. It's a huge step yeah. stepping away mm-hmm. from a regular secure income to suddenly working for yourself. But there are so many benefits. So 
I think if you've got an idea, then definitely act on it. It it might be a long time in the making. So Style with Wisdom, I started it when my mini blue, I was on maternity leave with him. So I'd always had this idea in my head as I started to help friends. But obviously being in a full-time job, I never had time to act on it. So I saw maternity leave, which like was a little bit crazy because we all know what maternity leave can be like but I did see that as a mini opportunity to really get involved in it and I still remember to this day when I created my first leaflets and I did some leaflet drops about you know this is style with wisdom this is my website this is what I do and I remember being terrified about posting those leaflets because I thought the phone was going to start ringing and I'd have to do all these services and I'm really nervous can I do it and literally tumbleweed Tumbleweed. I delivered all these leaflets and I think it's really important for people to hear this not Mm. one call nothing yeah traffic on my website Mm. nothing I was expecting it to be peaking and everyone visiting and that was nearly 10 years ago and it's How been did that a really make you feel, Lise? Oh, awful. The thing is, it was really mixed emotions because to go from this complete anxiety and nervousness of thinking in my head, once I deliver these leaflets, that's it now. It's real. I'm putting myself in front of people. I'm saying this service is live, saying I want to come into your house and I want to look at your wardrobe or I want to take you shopping you have this whole kind of can I do it is this silly are people really going to pay me money to help them Mm -hmm. um and I, I just totally thought that the phone would go red hot and I just got nothing and then you have this complete dip of thinking oh my god is this a viable service is this what people need but you've just got to stick with it you cannot put yourself out there at the first hurdle and expect it to peak immediately. It takes constant work and time and dedication and so much disappointment along the way, whether it's competition popping up within your area, but sometimes you have to see that competition as like a good swift kick up the bum because it's like, oh, hang on, I've got some competition now. What am I going to do to kind of find my flow again and not get complacent? So I think that's the biggest tip, just the key things of act on an idea. Don't be disappointed when it doesn't kick off like you thought it would and be realistic to the fact that it is going to take time to, to build. I mean, I was growing a family at the time I started Start With Wisdom. So although it's existed for 10 years and I overlapped it with the day job that I was doing as well, It's only since my second, my mini pink, as I refer to, started year old that I could really give Star With Wisdom my complete dedication that I would say in the last five years, I've really been able to seriously give it the time, give it the growth and give it my investment. Star With Wisdom has existed for 10 years, but it's not been a successful business for 10 years. It's been a business in the making. Mm -hmm. In growth. And that's the thing, isn't it? You know, it's it's always ongoing. Business is when you own your own business or you're in any business, it's always evolving. You're always pivoting. You're always finding these creative methods to 
you know, to evolve. And that's key in any business. And, and it's a great tip there. It's very similar to one of mine as well. And it's just start, just bloody yeah. start, you know? Um, yeah, completely. Life, it could be an opportunity that could be amazing for you. Thank you so much for that top tip, Liz. Jane and I always end up, whatever we do, talking about food. So the last one of the last questions we've got for you is what is your favourite cake? Oh, my favourite cake. Oh, I thought you were going to just say favourite food then. Because, oh, yeah, I love food, which is why I need to exercise. (laughs) My favourite cake, maybe a controversial one, but I love carrot cake. Love it. Oh, I love carrot cake. Not for me. me. (laughs) Well, I do love a lemon drizzle. (laughs) Let's be honest, I like a lot of cake. I mean, let's face it, when you're on maternity leave, it's that three, it's always the same time, isn't it? It's that 3 p.m. sugar dip of complete exhaustion because where you've been up since God knows what time because you lose track of time, 3 p.m. for us is like midnight in some weird way. Yeah, it doesn't change though when you you are getting sleep. It's still always cake time in my mind all the time. (laughs) Lisa, it's been absolutely wonderful listening to you and your story and your passion and and really just explaining a little bit more about what you do. So thank you so, so much. Well, thank you so much for having me. I've loved it. (laughs) It should be like a regular thing for people. Oh, brilliant. And if people are interested in getting in touch with you, what's the best way to follow you or get in touch with you? Yeah, come and have a look at my website, see what I'm about, follow me on social media. So I'm Style with Wisdom on Insta, and I've just joined the world of TikTok because that's what we're oh, being you're told. Brilliant to on TikTok. Oh, yeah, so we're there. But you know, if I am further afield or you're nervous about using a stylist, because that's the thing, I think people think stylists are just for the rich and famous, but not at all. I'm there with various different tips just to kind of inspire you. So I always get messages going, do you know what? Your videos have made me rethink how I'm dressing myself this week. I want to really up my game. And I always say it could be as simple as like adding a necklace, lipstick and perfume. You know, it could just be a simple T-shirt and pair of jeans, but just add those extra little things that make you feel like you're going to absolutely smash your day, dress for success and have fun with it and don't think about the rules. So come and follow me on social, drop me an email, drop me a message, any questions, always welcome. Oh, fantastic. Amazing. Thank you, Lisa. Unfortunately, my day now is going to end up in my wardrobe and on my trampoline, I feel. Love my inspiration for the rest of my work day. <laughs> oh, no, thank you yeah. so much. Thank you, Lisa. We end every episode with a top tip for you. And today's top tip is be the best version of yourself. And our leaving message to you is always remember to do the one thing that makes you feel fabulous. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review.